0: The Boomtown Rats sang that they don't like Mondays. The Mamas and the Papas stated that they don't trust Mondays. The Cure said that they fall apart on Mondays. Loverboy dismissed Monday completely because everyone, and they meant everyone, was working for the weekend. Why celebrate Monday? why bother? I need another cup of coffee. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Principal Liner Notes podcast. This is Sean Gaylord. I am an author and middle school principal. Also, I am a proud music geek and I look to explore the intersections between music and the schoolhouse. The Principal Liner Notes podcast serves as our digital liner notes. You know what liner notes are. They are those sometimes beautifully wrought compositions of prose that capture the essence of a musical work and its composer. Sometimes they are an ill-fated execution into writing filled with drivel and babble. Either way, I love vinyl records, and I love to explore the artistry embedded in the ancient hieroglyphics of liner notes. Imagine we are strolling in a used record store somewhere, and we come across a pristine mint copy of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band by the Beatles. The album is a landmark. It is arguably the pinnacle of recording achievement and regularly tops some sort of greatest album of all time list. I even wrote a book about this album. It's called The Pepper Effect. When the Sgt. Pepper album was released in 1967, it was an immediate hit and broke new ground in pop music innovation. The Beatles stretched the boundaries of sound at Abbey Road Studios with their producer George Martin and engineer Jeff Emmerich. Songs like A Day in the Life, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, Getting Better, Within You, Without You, and even the title track, ruminate in our psyche as listeners due to the innovative approach to sound production and lyrical composition. The Sgt. Pepper album is the concept album to end all concept albums. The album still resonates today and is perched in our cultural lexicon as a timeless Icon. The album is revolutionary and sparked many more uprisings in the name of artistic and musical expression. You drop the needle on that album and you know immediately that the revolution will not be televised hushed and ambient sounds of an orchestra tuning up in a concert hall amidst the echoes of the audience members finding their seats and talking in anticipation for the music to come. That's all within the first five seconds of the album. The opening chords of the album's title track begin and we are down the rabbit hole with the Beatles simply breaking the bonds of their old mop-top, hard-days-night fab-4 selves. Fast forward to 2015 and I am sitting in my living room in North Carolina, stunned. It's a snow day and I have finally carved out time to read a new book by my edu-hero, Todd Whitaker. Todd is the author of What Great Principles Do Differently and many other incredible books. He has co-written a book with Steve Grunert on a subject that is near and dear to my heart, school culture. In fact, those two words are in my new book's title, School Culture Rewired. I'm sitting in my living room, waited weeks to pick up this book. It's been sold out, back ordered, temporarily out of stock, and finally, it's arrived on all days, a snow day. I'm not past the opening pages of the book, when I see in bold print, if you want to bust a culture, why not celebrate Mondays? I am amidst my first principalship at a school that was in need of a turnaround. I learned very quickly that culture does eat strategy for breakfast, and that we do indeed have to start with a purposeful shared why to inspire our kids to a boundless future. I devour any article or book or webinar on school culture. I want to learn more how to affect change from this angle as a school leader. I want to be able to have our school, a school in which I lead and collaborate with teachers. I want, I want that school to be a school of positivity. Promise. I'm tired of hearing my school being that school or that's where those bad kids are or the questionable looks from, from friends and colleagues and acquaintances when I tell them I'm principal at this school, and they go, you're really there? What's wrong with you? Yet, I am stunned by the dissonance that emanates from the pages of the book in my hands. It's like Todd and Steve have, have tapped into some sort of frequency or I've discovered some sort of bonus track or a hidden track on an album. And I'm stunned by this. Mondays are supposed to be horrible. Mondays are my excuse to get my Oscar the Grouch on. Monday is the day that is not to be trusted according to the Mamas and the Papas. They had a number one hit with it with Monday Monday to prove that theory. It's a great song. Then I decide, why not? Monday does not have to be a stormy Monday like the Allman Brothers sang on Live at Fillmore East. It doesn't have to be a bluesy kind of day. It doesn't have to be a day that is filled with crankiness and negativity. I wonder why we as a society permit ourselves this convenient excuse to be negative and spiteful towards each other because it's the first day of the week. Why can't Monday be a catalyst for positivity? I totally get where Loverboy is coming from. Everybody's working for the weekend, but why can't we work for a positive start, a positive opening, an incredible genesis for the week on a Monday? I determined that this could be a great vehicle for our faculty staff to get behind to raise our standard for school culture. It would be both fun and exciting to start the week on a high note in service and support of our kids. Our schoolhouse served an array of students from varying degrees of socioeconomic levels. Many of our kids came from circumstances that were just simply rooted in hell. How about giving our kids something to look forward to as we kicked off the week? Many of our teachers worked themselves into a frenzy of blood, sweat, and tears to inspire our students towards a better future. Why not celebrate them as well at the beginning of the week? Upon my return to school after our snow days, I gathered our faculty together to share my crazy idea. We were gonna celebrate Mondays for two weeks. Let's open our classes with activities reminding students of reasons to celebrate Monday. Those of us on Twitter were to share the exciting things happening in our classrooms and give shout-outs to colleagues under the banner hashtag, hashtag, Celebrate Monday. There may have been a few eye rolls or snickers at another one of my far-fetched left-of-center ideas, but I was determined for our school to plow through and add some brightness to what was a perpetual winter of discontent during that time. A few teachers joined me in the experiment. That was all I needed, just a few, then a few more. Celebrate Monday began as a small ripple of positivity during that time. I didn't notice a cataclysmic change due to Celebrate Monday. What I did observe is that I got a few more followers on my Twitter account from other folks who wanted to join in the fun. I also noticed some of our parents at the school where I served, they were joining in the wave of positive tweets as well. They were liking my tweets and retweeting them. I also noticed some teachers taking pictures and tweeting out on Celebrate Monday, the incredible things that they were doing in service of our kids. Monday was beginning to become a little brighter as I noticed some teachers beginning to start classes with our students. They were brainstorming on reasons why it was important to celebrate Monday. Began to hear all kinds of reasons for, for celebrating Monday from our students. It was another day to smile. I get to see my friends, Mr. Gaylord. My mom told me she loved me when we visited her in prison over the weekend. I noticed in my professional learning network that colleagues were beginning to celebrate Monday. I saw schools in Florida, Texas, New York, Michigan, Kentucky, and California take Celebrate Monday to Newer Heights. One school had a neighboring college send their football team to give high fives to students as they were getting off the school bus. I noticed a principal friend of mine in Michigan, John Wenstrom, leading a Celebrate Monday assembly. Another teacher friend of mine, also in Michigan, Jen Ladd, had her students post reasons for Celebrate Monday on sticky notes. It became a tradition in her classroom. And what started off as a two-week experiment became something that trended on Twitter. I never thought that that would trend on Twitter. That wasn't my aim at all. Celebrate Monday was not only becoming embedded in the culture of the school I served, but it was also becoming a part of the fabric in other schools. I was awed and humbled by this. Different educators, were reaching out to me asking for ideas and advice how to bring celebrate monday to their school what started out as a social experiment for my school is now an educational movement what started out as a couple of words strewn together for the purpose of creating a simple hashtag and this was back in the time of 180 characters in twitter has become my love letter to the world Celebrate Monday has become my equivalent to the opening ambient sounds of the Sgt. Pepper album. It's not just a hashtag that is meant to litter Twitter with selfies and shoutouts. It's a revolution in shifting the conversation for how we do need to begin our school week. We as educators are in the calling to not only do what is best for kids, but to also inspire them towards a limitless future. We are charged with the moral imperative to provide our students an inspirational entry point towards a better future in which they will change the world. Celebrate Monday is not mine alone. Celebrate Monday is ours. Why not begin the week with the reminder that the schoolhouse is a place where students are nurtured, empowered, and inspired to take giant and bold steps. In the school where I am currently serving and supporting as principal, we celebrate Monday. You walk into our schoolhouse and you will be greeted with music from our morning drum circle led by students, or you will be greeted by community partners standing at the building entrance doors greeting students and wishing them a happy Celebrate Monday. You'll see teachers standing in front of their doors giving high fives and hiss fist pumps to students as they walk into their classroom. Some teachers embed a celebrate Monday activity into their lesson plans. For the last couple of Mondays, our school has been canceled due to either a teacher work day or inclement weather. One sixth grade student shared with one of our teachers that she didn't want to miss another Monday because we celebrate Monday in our school schoolhouse. Starting the week on a positive note does make a difference. One positive word for a child or a colleague can not only uplift the culture of a school, but can also be that catalyst for changing the world. The Beatles revolutionized our world by pushing the boundaries and daring to shift the paradigm of what an album can be. Instead of a set of unrelated songs cobbled together to sell, Sgt. Pepper was approached from the angle of creating a new and different kind of album. Why not open the album with ambient sounds of an imaginary concert, inviting the listener on a new listening journey? Why not begin the week with Celebrate Monday in service of our kids and igniting a spark for a child to change the world? I am looking forward to celebrating Monday with you. Follow the hashtag CelebrateMonday and discover what schools are doing to change the world for our kids. Thanks for stopping by this episode of the Principal Liner Notes podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Gaylord or check out my blog at principallinernotes.wordpress.com. I'll catch you on the flip side.